This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dumb Dumbs and Dice, the production company that's made the video you're watching or the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing five weekly podcasts, a sixth event podcast, video event one-shots, and an additional video D&D campaign. But we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumbdumbdice. You can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows and vote on the way their stories will progress. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom. You can become a patron for as little as $1 and there's great value for you at even that level. So please join the Dum Dums and Dice family and help us make even more content in a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's patreon.com slash dumbdumbdice. D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. So let's do something dumb together, and thanks for being part of our stories. I am Executron, god of merchandising, and I came into existence because Dumb Dumbs and Dice has its own merchandise. That's a god pod, get it? Dice? Merchandise? Anyways, you can get t-shirts, hoodies, spiral notebooks, clocks, wall art, throw pillows, bags, and even stickers emblazoned with your favorite Dum Dums and Dice characters and their catchphrases. Go to redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. One more time for the mortals in the back, redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. Get your merch dice today. Welcome back, Initiates, to the Mythos Mysteries, a live play Pulp Cthulhu podcast where improvisers and comedians venture into dangers beyond their wildest imaginings. I am H.P. Helmfirth, your host on this journey into darkness. 
The mystery punchers are on a case to discover the reason local citizens are going missing. Adrian tried to get a job at the docks. Red improvised a new character to smooth over a rough situation. And Richter fanboyed over Red's ability to lie. So venture forth with us, dear friends, into the mythos. After an excruciatingly awkward pause that is carried over for several weeks until we're <laughs> recording this new arc. Um, you uh, punch the uh, car into action and uh, you drive into downtown. Um, the rain is spattering off the um, the windshield and it just, it really hasn't let up at all. Uh, clouds are dark and really this is this is sort of true Maine weather in terms of just like when it comes down, it, it comes down. Uh, I guess we're in Massachusetts, not Maine, but you know what I mean. In a, in a king-ish world. Yeah, just, yes, exactly. Love King. <laughs> the world of Stephen King. Uh, someone's adapting this into five movies and TV shows right now. Um, Thank God I could use the money. <laughs> uh, so, Adrian, you're driving as usual. Um, you're a little bit bummed about not getting your, your job at the, uh, the boat yards, but um, you're also just happy to be driving. I think driving's like a nice, calm thing for you. Um, yeah, most things are. <laughs> um, and uh, you have the... the uh, Window cracked just slightly because you know it's it's nice on on days when you're in a stuffy car to just get a little bit of air, um, and you notice just a, a rank smell, uh, and it seems uh, seems to just be permeating everyone. It's just filling the car. I think Grandpa Rick, you're ferret. No, that wasn't me. I I know what mine smell like, and this is not it. Red, did you ferret? Absolutely not. Maybe Stinky's with us after Close the window, Addie. Uh, so as you roll the window up, uh, sure enough, the, the smell dissipates. Uh, you get the sense that it might be coming from the rain itself. This rain just won't go away. It just won't come back another day. <laughs> you <laughs> see Bitsy Spider. <laughs> is, it, is it that smell of like that fishy kind of smell that sometimes the rain can bring in on coastal towns? No, this is no. Um, almost, uh, it, it's uh, almost a sulfurous smell. Like it's, Ooh, it's, so it is farty, it's, huh? yeah, it, it's very potent. Okay. I think the woods had eggs. <laughs> <laughs> the woods have eggs. <laughs> Sounds like a really bad 70s horror movie. Yeah. Remember Pop of the Hills Have Eyes? Yeah, exactly. Like, oh shit, well, we bought all these eggs. What are we going to do? <laughs> The Chicken Farmers Association sponsored this horror movie. <laughs> Damn, these, these woods have eggs. And they're so nutritious. Um, if I were a God-fearing woman, I'd say the devil's come to visit us in this town. Is Whoa. There a, is there a mine or a factory nearby? Yep. <laughs> there is not. Um, <laughs> no, there isn't. You'd know that better than we would, though. Yes, I suppose I'm mostly just wandering out loud, but uh, I, I don't recall any kind of mine or, or factory in the area. I don't like this rain. Um, you pull back into Helmfirth, um, and you kind of drive to the edge of town. Um, and this is a part that, uh, it's a lot of sort of um, shops that have closed down. Um, Richter, for you, I, I really don't think you spend any time in this part of town. I think, generally speaking, your, your kind of life in Helmfirth has been... Uh, Spartan's not the right term, but it's very functional. Like, I know a couple of people who work in downtown Toronto who just don't know any of Toronto. They know... They know their route. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's that's it. Like, the, the fanciest place they can think to eat is in the Eaton Center because they just don't know anywhere else. Right. Um, and I think that's probably, for you, unless it's somewhere you investigated specifically, 
you kind of know where you know, but this is uh, an edge of, it's almost across the tracks. Like it's just a, yeah. a part of town you wouldn't really go. Okay. Um, so a lot of places that are boarded up, um, you notice there are a lot of sold signs though. Um, and there do seem to be some businesses opening, uh, one of which is the Bubba Giles Fishing Co. Um, so you can see there's, uh, it's kind of a classic storefront that's in the process of getting set up. So there's like, um, probably we'll say like an old pharmacy sign that's, uh, you know, half t- taken down. There's a new sign, uh, very, very nice. It's very well painted and kind of, you know, eye catching in, in gold and green, uh, leaning against uh, the side of the door. Um, and, um, you can see some, some kind of hustle and bustle inside. Is there a sold sign in front of the? Not in front of this one. Um, some of the other places there are, you get the sense that, um, Beatrice Giles, uh, the information you got from the, 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 uh, shipyard, um, was such that it seems like she's been here for at at least a little while, like enough to kind of start to get established. I'm just curious as to, uh, the name on the sold sign. Around in the area. Um, you see a lot of Kenneth Knott. Yeah, that's what I uh, This one isn't. There seem to be a couple of real estate agents working, but the majority of them are 100%. Does this imply that he's actually becoming successful? Possibly. Well, it implies he's selling a lot of places, not necessarily that he's sold any of them. Mm. Oh, I thought some of them said sold. Okay. Uh, oh, some of them do. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's got some market penetration then. But, Good for Ken. Uh, again, it, it's, it does feel off. It, it seems like this is almost like a portion of Ghost Town. Uh, and now a bunch of these places have been have been suddenly bought. And, and this is in Helmfirth, or is it? Yeah. This in, is it on the edge of Helmfirth. On the edge yes. of Helmfirth, yeah. going towards Innismouth. Uh, so Innismouth is uh, a little bit up the coast. Okay. Um, so yeah, I mean, ish. I'm imagining this as kind of the the west west of. Uh, I think. Uh, well, at some point, we'll just have to straight up map this. Um, I'm imagining that because of where you're situated, the water is probably the east. Okay. East yep. coast of Helmfirth. So this is kind of the west. Um, it's where, to some extent, if you were to kind of look at this from a city planning idea, this was like a clearly badly thought out expansion okay. where it's just like, oh, everything's going great. Let's just build more houses. And then the war hit. It right. was like, shit. And then people came back from the war and they're like, okay, cool. We have all these houses. And then the depression hit. Right. So um, just a lot of kind of like businesses. There doesn't seem to be a lot of infrastructure. It. In modern parlance, it would be like those weird communities that popped up all over America right before uh, the recession that were just like weird suburban yeah. like pits that didn't have any schools or grocery stores. It was just like, here's houses. Hmm. Um, and visually all kind of like smallish buildings. So we're not looking at like, there's there's a couple factories that seem to have closed down, but mostly it's like smaller shops, at least in the area you're in. Okay, cool. I'll pull up right in front and then park and then get out. <laughs> what is a... Uh, <laughs> this is just a Tom question, not so much a game question. Um, how does Addy park? Carefully. Uh, I feel like he probably was like a really shitty driver for like a good while. And then Red probably did that like cup of water test where you just like have a full cup of water and you have to learn like to like it. stop without spilling the water. So he always pictures water in his head and he doesn't want to spill it. So I feel like there's sort of like. There's like mind your water time when he's supposed to drive like a like person, and then there's like I don't care about the water, and that's when it's like getaway driver. Yeah, we're getting crazy away from yeah. right now. I kind of like to imagine that um, when he's parking, he isn't actually looking around him; he's just staring at the dash where the cup of water would be. But because that's how he trained, because he was so worried about the water, he can actually like just his peripheral vision. Yeah, his peripherals just fine for this, but he's just staring fixedly at the. Yeah, soap. I don't think he can parallel. Like, I think it's just like he goes up and the, yeah. the wheels just like line up and he's fine. But if he had to parallel, I feel like it would take him 35 minutes. 
So Pavlovian. <laughs> yeah, he's very simple. <laughs> Great. Um, so um, Adrian brings the, the car to a halt. Um, and uh, yeah, the rain's still coming down. Um, are you going in? Are you going to case the joint for a bit? What's, uh, what's your vibe? Uh, I stay in the car for a bit. I just want to kind of take a look to see like what kind of denizens this shop has kind of circling it. I continue to stand outside because I'm just fair. waiting for red. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you see a few people, not very many, but like a couple people uh, walk by with umbrellas, uh, walking fairly quickly. None of them seem to be coming here. Um, inside the shop, you can see one person moving around. Um, she seems to be um, uh, sort of larger um, in shape. Um, and you can see it's clearly like one person doing the work of several people, if that makes any sense. Okay. Hey, uh, hey, you. Can I have your umbrella? I'll buy it. How much? Uh, My name's Shane Stunson. I have a name I need to use this episode. Hey, cool, Shane. My name's Adrian, so I got this much, and I show him $5. Oh my God. Okay. Looks like a rainy day for Shane Stunson. Thanks, Mr. Stenson, bay. And then I, I give him the $5 and I take the umbrella. And uh, then I go over and hold it over and Red he Storm. he steps out and he's like, oh, this is stinky rain. And then he walks off. <laughs> the weird thing is, I'm like talking to myself, like, you're stinky the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> the umbrella just kept him from it. <laughs> and uh, I put my head under the umbrella and sniff and I'm like, oh, <laughs> only if you're under it. <laughs> I'll get out of the car. Great. Uh, and uh, Old Man Richter, what are you doing? I'll wait for uh, Addy to walk the umbrella was right over to the store, and of, of course he'll he'll come back for old for old Richter, won't he? <laughs> I definitely <laughs> fold up the umbrella and go inside, <laughs> and just and, kind of and just, I'll kind of like look at the car and be like, "Come on, let's go." Ah, yeah, well, all right, and, uh, get out. And <laughs> so it's just like a horrible moment of you sitting there like a lost child in the car as the rain like just pummels the top of the car, <laughs> just sitting inside like. Sad grandpa. Vet and stinky. So, uh, yes, you, you kind of um, uh, make your way uh, inside. Um, so inside is a, um, a small, uh, well, it's, sorry, it's not that small, sort of a mid-sized, uh, what would have been a pharmacy. Um, clearly, um, Beatrice Giles is in the midst of setting this place up. Um, so I, I think... Um, it's not like Kenneth Knott's office where it's just kind of like cheap and badly set up. It's, it's just, she's clearly picked what the priorities are and are working on those. Um, so you can see she's kind of like, um, done some work to kind of de-pharmacy the place a little bit. Um, but, uh, it's early phases. Sorry. I'm just got a, I got the rain caught in my throat from being outside with Richter. So stinky. So stinky. Um, <laughs> stinky Tommy. No, no. Um, Mentos, the DM maker. Um, so <laughs> you're lucky this is an auditory medium, <laughs> friends. Just imagine the stink. It's <laughs> sulfurous. Just go smell something bad, then you'll be in 4DX. The Tommy has eggs. <laughs> I feel attacked. Um, Addy takes 50 damage, loses his sanity. Um, so you walk in and, um, She's uh, she's clearly set up her desk and it's it's got like good filing stuff. There's uh, like a clear inbox and outbox. Uh, she's got like a really nice big heavy leather wing back chair um, that seems to be behind it. Um, and uh, as you come in, she kind of notices all of you uh, that there's like a probably a bell above the door. Um, she goes, uh, "Oh, uh, uh, sorry, sorry, I wasn't uh, wasn't expecting any company today." Uh, 
uh, are you here about sh- uh, fishing needs? We're not quite set up, but I'd be happy to take care of you. Um, and she's wearing kind of like a, a simple green dress, and uh, you can tell that she's quite visibly pregnant. Well, thank you for the warm welcome. Uh, I take it you are Beatrice. Uh, uh, yes, that's me of, uh, of, uh, the Bubba Giles Fishing Co. Yes, I have been so informed. Uh, Word spreads quickly in Helmforth, I see. It does. You you seem to be the only person in this, uh, location. You stick out like a sore thumb. Ah, well, I've been doing more and more sticking out of late, and she, like, pats her tummy. (laughs) Well, we've, uh, actually come from a Mr. Reginald McDonough. Oh yes, Reggie, Reggie, yeah, down down by the boat. No, it seems like a nice fellow. A little, uh, little strange, but nice. He is a little strange, but you know what? Nothing that I can't handle. I, we we were sent here because my friend Addie is looking for a job, and it looks to me like you could use some help around here. Uh, now uh, I must ask, uh, which of these strapping gentlemen is Addie? That's me. But don't worry, I'm not gonna say that your tummy's real big. Oh, well, it is, so you'd be right in saying so. Your tummy's real big. <laughs> that it is. I'm just happy that Addie isn't the old man. Pardon my saying so, sir. I just don't think you'd be of much help on a fishing ship no more. I wouldn't really want to help in this case anyway, so this works out for both of us. Well, good. I'm glad we could come to an accord. Mr. Addie, uh, what kind of work are you looking for? Are you good on a fishing ship? Yep. You like fishing ships? <laughs> Red is giving him like a subtle like, yes, you are. Oh, man. yeah. All right. Well, uh, maybe you can tell me what your favorite kind of fish is. I continue to look for Red for cues. Oh, what you just saying the other day that you just had the nicest haddock? Yeah. Yeah, I had a haddock. Well, that's just swell. I also am fond of haddock. We have so much in common. Oh, good. <laughs> My tummy's normal. <laughs> Well, that is one point of difference, but that's why I'm the boss and you are the employee. Well, great. That's settled then. Anything that he should be aware of, any do's, don'ts, places to stay away from, people to talk to. Well, I mean, uh, I'll walk him through that, of course. Uh, Most of my ships are uh, out at sea or being repaired right now. I've had some bad luck with the weather. So uh, nothing you should know about just yet, uh, uh, Mr. Addy. But uh, tell you what, you you give me a a place where I can send around for you. And, um, you know, when my next crew comes through, we'll make sure to get get you on a boat. You you have had experience on a ship. Yeah. Red is nodding in the background. Yeah, I did. Which side is port? I looked at Red. Uh, I think she's going to point. I would know. Actually, I don't know if I would know this. I don't don't know if Red's ever been on a boat. I don't know if I have either. Shoot. Uh, the right side? I'll just say, over there. (laughs) I just point to where Red was pointing. Uh, okay, because you're facing her, she pointed to the right, which means you point left, which makes you actually correct. (laughs) Yes! You're welcome. He's like, well, uh... That that's correct. All right, I'm I'm sorry to doubt you. I, I must seem like <laughs> quite a suspicious lady, but uh, you know I must say in these difficult times, one one must be very careful who, who one associates with. Ever, you know, ever since my dear sweet husband died in the war, I've been all all by my lonesome, and I've had to to be very careful about who who I associate with. I'm so sorry to hear that. Oh, it's a it's a common enough story. I don't dwell on it. Fair enough. I appreciate. A fellow, a fellow woman who doesn't uh, languish in emotion. Me too. There's enough 
tears in these here clouds to go around. No sense in us women folk making any more. I have a cat. Do you? Yeah. He cannot come on the ship. A cat on a boat is a most unfortunate thing. Okay, I get it, dog. You know, I like where your head's at. (laughs) That doesn't make a lick of sense, but it's (laughs) damn adorable. I may have no tears, but I do have a heart. So when can when can my friend Addie start? Well, I can start around here helping me get set up. It seems like a strapping boy like you would help get that sign up. That is one thing in my current condition I am not particularly acclimatized to. And, uh, you know, I pay you a fair wage. Not as good as you'll make on the boats, but as offers help, I suppose you could be of some service. Okay. Excellent. Well, I'll tell you what. Why, why don't you start clearing out the uh, the pharmacy there, uh, and uh, I will I will pay you uh, one shiny dollar a day. Tom McGee doesn't know if this is a fair rate in this time period, but <laughs> I, let's assume I, he just I, gave someone five dollars for an umbrella. To red. I don't know. I think that's probably about right for this. Okay. I Might do. De- we need me to take this job anyway. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'll just give you a little. Okay. Nod. So all this stuff over there just goes outside. Uh, that is correct. Unless you find yourself anything you'd like to keep. Ooh. And I go over and start digging through, and then pretty much I think his strategy is just like he pins the door open, and he's just hucking shit right out the door. <laughs> He is very efficient. I'll give him that. Well, as long as he's also good at efficient, that will be just fine. <laughs> uh, anyway, I do appreciate you stopping by. I'll be sure to take very good care of your friend here. Uh, do you have any fishing needs, or can I return to my business? I think you can return to your business. So, Richter, why don't we just uh, go outside and chat for a bit? Sure. That sounds fine. Well, what an odd interaction we've had. It was nice to meet you. Always a pleasure to meet neighbors. Look what I found. Uh, yeah, well, Tom, what did I find? <laughs> Tom rolls his dice and says... Oh, and I also found something. Tom, Tom, what's up? Tom. I'm not going to hey, do this to you, Tom. 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 I'm the nice person. I will turn this HB Dumbcraft right around. <laughs> Back to Winnipeg. Um, Ryan, I think you find a... A giant display of uh, bifocals that's clearly, like, empty, um, but it's just, like, a weird, like, old-timey wooden rack uh, that just has, like, wooden glasses on top of it, and you can use them to peer through. This thing's fun! Stay Uh, on task, Addy. So, not unlike a Ouija board, as you look around the room, you see all the people who are in the room, but through a circular frame attached to the top of a rack. (sighs) So this is what it's like to be a scientist. (laughs) Hey, friends. It's Ryan, but like regular Ryan, as himself, talking about dum-dums and dice. Yes, I'm one of the people behind this show. Obviously, you're listening to the show. You're loving this show. Somebody's doing great. Probably probably not me, but like Tom. He does really good work. Tyler does really good work. Uh, Third person also does really good work. I don't know what show this is on. But the important thing is that you can support the show and join the show at... Patreon.com slash dice. That's right, that address that I totally just said. Go there, join Dum Dums and Dice, support the show, it's going to be great. Richter, you find the umbrella that Addy has discarded. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Red, we can go outside. <laughs> well, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> he just throws the thing at the door.
<laughs> hit some garbage cans. Um, all right, so um, Richter and Red, you're standing outside. Addy, there's just an occasional sound of something uh, lovingly handcrafted being smashed to splinters. Um, what do you do? I've got the umbrella open for us to stand under. Yeah, well, so you like maybe go across the street or something. Or you just get get a little bit of distance, I yeah. assume. Red, um, did uh, did Ginny tell us that Vesley? had clients coming from Innismouth? I believe he did. Yes, he did. He was working on the ship from Innismouth. And I believe it was for this business, yeah? Yes. Well, do you think Beatrix hires all of her staff in this fashion? She might know Wesley from speaking to him and hiring him in person. That's a solid point. <laughs> I feel like this is all very dangerously connected. That was a chair she brought from Innismouth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, team not working for <laughs> a living now uh, at uh, Bubba Giles. Um, what would you like to do? Uh, basically, in terms of leads, um, you've still got uh, Beatrice, who you could probably pop back in and ask an additional question to. Uh, you've got the rain itself. Uh, you've got the uh, the shipyard. Um, you didn't really explore too, too much. You just kind of uh, wanted to, to get um, Adrian in on the business, uh, largely because you were, uh, McDonough kind of rebuked you a bit. Um, and, uh, because Addy flipped the boat, he wasn't able to get a job, but now he kind of is technically employed by them. So in a couple of days time, you might be able to, to get back down there. Uh, what do you, what do you want to do? Um, yeah, I think we should probably follow up while we're here on this, uh, like on Wesley, just to see what her reaction is. Okay. Yeah. I think that's, uh, that's kind of on point for, Richter being socially awkward to be like, I have no questions, and leaving and coming back, I have questions. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Um, uh, uh, all right. Well, shake the rain off the umbrella. Welcome. Back. Oh my, that that water stinks. The uh, the rain uh, stinks, uh, Miss Giles. Uh, being uh, a seafaring uh, woman or in the business, um, it's fairly dependent on knowledge of the weather and things like that. Have you ever encountered uh, sulfuric rain? Oh, the smell! Yeah, it's it's very common in uh, in Innismouth. I mean, you know, we're we're a lot closer uh, closer to the coast, a little closer to the weather than uh, than you folks are here. Um, and yeah, we saw we see all sorts of weird weather patterns coming through. Honestly, it just uh, just smells like home. Oh, I see. Um, we get used to it. I don't even notice it anymore. Really, it's kind of an it was it was a nice surprise. I was like, oh, I must this is nice. I must say, this is rather uncommon here in Helmfort. We do not have this kind of weather. Oh. You probably brought it with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that will be mighty interesting. Hey, uh, Mr. Adrian. Yeah? Have you found my bag of weather back there? Oh, uh, is this it? What no. do I hold up? What? <laughs> I don't know why you keep asking me. Like, I have a fucking inventory list for this <laughs> garbage pharmacy you're clearing out. Because um, it's, it's fun for me you, not knowing what it is. You hold up a bedpan. Ew. This is it. Put that down, honey. Okay. I just put it down on the floor and then go pick something else and throw it at the door. Oh, well, if he cannot find it, then I must have left my bag of weather at home. <laughs> we take your point. Of course, we were making a joke. Um, another question that we had, which I just completely left my mind when I came in here because I was so grateful to you for having given my friend a job. Um, I was approached by a woman and uh, she said that her husband 
had been uh, missing for a little while, who seemed to be working on the docks, and as a woman who works there, I just thought I'd ask you, does the name uh, Wesley Wilcox mean anything to you? Well, I'm afraid most of my dealings have been uh, with uh, Mr. McDonough, Reggie. Um, uh, Truth be told, I'm just getting my business established here. Our main base is in Innismouth, but I I thought Helmforth seemed like a nice place to to lay down some roots, and she kind of pats her stomach. Um, it says, so, uh, no, I'm afraid I don't know any of the dock workers by name. I've only dealt with Reggie, and quite frankly, I'm just embarrassed that one of my skiffs even needed repairing in the first place. I'm terribly sorry to hear he's missing, though. Oh, well, as am I. I, I didn't know him very well, but I, I figured I'd ask, who's, who's the lucky man? And I kind of gesticulate towards her stomach. Well, I, I believe that's very forward of you. I don't, uh... Don't believe I, I need to answer that to the likes of you. Just, uh, you just certainly suffice don't. to say he's a, a, a nice gentleman, and uh, hopefully you will meet him soon as he will be relocating here with me. Well, that's very nice. Is his name Reinheimer? No, that's oddly specific. Do, Mr. Adrian, do you know a Mr. Reinheimer? I heard about him from Grandpa Richard. I don't know who any of these people are. We'll get out of your hair, Addy. Um, I'll see you later. Do you want to roll me yes, a... Um, let's go with... I, I was watching this lady, too, while... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was... So, do you want to go with... Um, da, 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 da. You want to read lips for, <laughs> for lies? Uh, sure, I'd let you do that. Oh man, I, I have nothing. In my, my, my brain is no. just like shattered on all the different skills that's we're using all the different games now. I'm like, I don't know, psychoanalysis, psychology, the classic spot hidden. Um, there's well, okay. How about this? Um, what are you both specifically trying to spot uh, ascertain? Um, is it that if she's hiding something, telling the truth, nervous, scared, intimidated? What's um, I think Red generally assumes that people aren't telling tr- telling the truth, so I think it would be just like, uh, just kind of getting a sense of how uncomfortable she is, and like, I mean, I'd like to think that I'm fairly good at telling when people are lying to me, so I just want to confirm. And how about you, Richter? Um, I think I was looking for a change in her demeanor at the mention of Wesley, which we kind of got. She hired someone who walked in off the street without questioning them at all, but refuses to tell us about the father of her child. Um that question being asked after mentioning Wesley Wilcox. So I don't know if I have my answer already, but I'm basically at looking for a change in demeanor at the mention of Wesley Wilcox. Oh, and Tom, I'd like to look for something nice to keep. Okay. Um, so Claire, yes. why don't you give me a fast talk, please? I'd love to. Um, not in that you're actually trying to fast talk her, but I think we're just going to use this as kind of um, a stand in for just your natural, Human way of, perception. Of, of getting, yeah, getting a sense for someone as you chat to them. Yep. Tom, I found one. How about listen? Yeah, I take listen. Yeah, sure, okay. absolutely. Oh no, what is this? Okay, so I have twenty. Is that twenty? Uh, so the zero is ten. Wait, yeah, maybe so for twenty, it's a zero. Yes, yes, it's an even twenty. It's an even twenty. Fantastic. So that is a hard success. All right, good because I beefed it. <laughs> Rolled ninety three. Oh no! Oof. I don't think that's quite a fumble, but it might uh, be. What is what is your skill? It it, it shouldn't. Oh, fumble yeah. is ninety six plus. Mm. Yeah. Oh. So no, it's just a just a fail. Yeah. My so. listen is seventy five, and I fucked it up. Oh, buddy. Well, you are old. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> that was too much rain. <laughs> Was? <laughs> yeah, you could have listened. You just kept hearing things smash, and uh, when Adrian wasn't getting her attention, he just looked at you with things. 
Um, all right. So red uh, with a hard success. Uh, that's very good. Um, what you observed is she does seem to be telling the truth. You don't get the sense she's lying about um, Wesley being missing. Uh, particularly when you mentioned that there wasn't that kind of like telltale, like rut row. Um, so that seems to be on the level, the caginess about the father of the child. Um, she mentioned that her husband died during the war. Yeah. That does not sync up with when this baby could possibly be. Well, I mean, I kind of naturally assume that now it's just like, I mean, I, I wouldn't be like, all right, so who's, you know, like, who'd you (laughs) fuck last week? Well, exactly. Like, um, Um, I just assumed that it was somebody else, but like. Uh, when you say that she's telling the truth about Wesley, does that mean that she didn't know him? Well, you didn't get, yeah, you don't get any sense. And again, keep right. in mind, she could still be lying. Sure. But um, from what you observe, it's not kind of like a, uh, oh, oh, I've never. Oh, how's that? Yeah, well, it's, it literally just seems like someone who's like, oh, it's someone who works at the place my ship is is gotcha. missing. That's a shame, but I, I don't know anything about this. Okay. Um, but yeah, something that doesn't add up with the baby, but I mean. Yeah, it doesn't add up with the baby. You're not sure, though, whether that's just the time period you live in or if there's something else there okay um you do notice that she's still wearing a wedding ring Mm. um actually can you do spot hidden either of you uh hypothetically yep (laughs) we'll see (laughs) oh man i'm one away from a hard success Uh, that's a success success okay and richter you hold 94 oh jesus just get him out of the way before the horror begins um Red, um, you observe that she's got a wedding ring on, um, but kind of there's something off about it. Um, and on second glance, um, you can see that uh, she's actually wearing two. Um, and uh, so there's one that's kind of a simple, a simple gold band. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one seems to be uh, a gold band uh, that has a, uh, a tiny, tiny shell inlaid in it. So rather than a diamond, it's a shell. Okay. Okay, fair enough. And Addy. Yeah. Um, as you're digging through, can you roll me a spot hidden, please? Oh, yeah. That is a success. Woo. So you're digging through, and um, you find a... Um, Kind of like what's clearly like um, a suitcase that must have belonged to like the, the previous owners of the pharmacist. It's cracked open. Um, and inside you can see like a lab coat, like a classic like pharmacist lab coat. Um, but that doesn't have much interest for you. So you're rifling past it because it's definitely not in your size. You don't think Red would like it. So like what's the point? Um, but behind it you find um, a sort of a, a white cloth hood. Uh, with what looks like a, a dried brown stain on it and eyes cut out. I, like, pick it up, and I walk it over to Red, and I just show her the inside. Can you please roll me a sanity check? Do I have to roll under my sanity? How does it work? Yes. Oh, man, I passed. That's insane. My sanity stinks. <laughs> I have 29 sanity, but I rolled a nine. Ooh, damn. All right, so lose one point of sanity and gain one point of mythos. Ooh. Cool. <laughs> At this rate, I will be insane and know very little about the mythos. 
That's uh, Cthulhu Mythos, if you're looking for it alphabetically. Oh, okay. All right. One. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Richter and Red, as he kind of holds this hood out, um, both of you just have a a sickening feeling that sort of harkens back to the church. Um, Yeah. But um, it clearly looks very old. Like, this obviously isn't something that Beatrice Giles brought. Uh, it's dusty and, and uh, almost um, stiff from from age. Right, and he's, he was rifling through the old pharmacy portion That's correct. of this yep. place, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Addy, can you take me to where you found this? Yeah, it's right over here. Uh, and I'll walk him over and point. So, um, Richter, you lean down to the suitcase... Um, and, uh, as you open it, like it, it, again, it just looks like someone had very hastily packed it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, you can see like pharmacist gear. Um, you actually find a, um, what looks to be a passport, wow. like, a, like an old passport. Um, and most curiously, uh, of all, you find a small book that looks to be, um, essentially a portable version of the one you found in the church. Mm. The same basic writing in there? Yeah. Uh, the one that I had had writing in along the margins that was sort of like refuting the writing. This one does not. It's fairly pristine it as is. far as it's old prist- books go. Yeah, it's actually pristine to a point of uh, this looks like it was unread. Oh, like the spine's not even cracked, kind of. Yeah, like it's it's uh, it's probably cracked in like three spots, mm-hmm. but it's it literally looks like someone cracked the book open. And you'll flip to those pages. There's nothing special about them. It just it almost seems like someone carelessly flipped through it once because they had to, and then closed it. Well, you know, I gotta ask, what's the name on that passport? Uh, the name on that passport uh, is looking at uh, you. So the last name is uh, rubbed out. Um, all you can see is a single name, and that name. Is Eduardo. Eduardo. And one last kind of shot here. Um, His last name is Montalban. <laughs> I mean, you can't see that. There's a smudge over it, but it's a very long smudge. <laughs> uh, a lot of luggage comes with uh, initials. People get their initials on their luggage. Anything like that on this suitcase? Sure. It's E-M. Okay. Eduardo <laughs> M. <laughs> Montoya. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, M.M. Montalban Montoya. Cool. I'm seeing this going down, and so I think I'm just trying to like keep her attention on me. Um, and I'm just going to kind of make a show of like, you know, button him, button him uh, my coat back up. We're getting ready to leave. And, oh, that's... I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to intrude. I just think that that's a lovely ring. Um, she uh, looks down at it and, and uh, kind of looks up at you and smiles. And says, "Oh, um, uh, yes. Uh, look, I, 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 I'm sorry. Uh, in, in, in his mouth, people are a little. Um, they ask a few more questions, and I, I didn't, I didn't mean to be snappy with you. Uh, here, and she shows you the ring, and she's like, uh, one, uh, one for my, my former husband, and uh, one for my husband to be." Oh well, congratulations! Oh, thank you. On yes. many fronts. Oh well, thank you. Yes, that's uh, that's part of the problem. We. Uh, we got a little uh, ahead of the game, as it were. So that's part of the reason we wanted to relocate here. I'm just going to tell people he's my husband. Just makes it a bit easier. Of course. I mean, we're married in the only way that counts, which is in our hearts. Absolutely. No, I, I apologize for my forthrightness. Unfortunately, I, I come from a, I come from a city in a crowd that is generally a lot more in your, f- in your face as the. Uh, 
That's a cool phrase. Speaks. I think I will teach my child that. I, I Perhaps think it will catch, catch on, on in a couple generations. <laughs> well, very good. That's all we can hope for. Truly, Indeed. our legacy shall be interesting slang. Like that word cool I used a few minutes ago. I'm trying to make it catch on. <laughs> Have you heard of the word yeet? <laughs> <laughs> Not yeet. <laughs> Oh, uh, we do have fun. We have In any fun. case, I do need to get back to my records. Fishing is a very complicated business. Indeed. You know what? I will get my friend Richter yeah. out of your hair. Have you quite finished? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Uh, and I'll... Um, Addie, what are you doing with this bloody hood? Are you still just holding it out? I think I'm looking around to see if there's a fire. Because I've learned if you kill something, you have to burn it. And then it turns to ash and it blows away. There is no fire. She does have a lantern on her desk, though. Oh, no. Can I, I, I had to borrow that. Uh, and I go over to the lantern. Addie, what are you doing, honey? I, I, what I have to do. Uh, and then oh. I want to take the, ladder, the lantern no. over to the door, and I want to, like, jam the, the, the mask in it so that it starts to catch fire. And then throw the mask at the, at the door. I'm going to do everything in my power to stop him from doing this. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Claire, can you roll me a sleight of hand? I would love to. Addie, can you throw me, or can you roll me? I guess a dodge. I wouldn't fight her. I'd just try to get out of the way. Well, no, I just think you're going to toss it. It's her, uh, like, oh, yeah, leaping yeah, yeah. for it as you just go, like, Okay, Whoop. that's reasonable. Uh, uh, I have a success. Success? Okay, great. And, uh, well, yeah. Keep an eye on that number because we're going to do this as a straight up opposed check. Uh, can you roll me a throw check? There's that's literally. I was like athletics, athletics. Oh, throw. There's literally a word for it. I fumble. That's a ninety-eight. Ooh. Okay, so Addy, uh, you take the ghosts of your past and you whip them out the door. Um, but you do a thing that I've done a lot lately in uh, the video game. Uh, let's golf uh, on uh, <laughs> iPhone where uh, sometimes you're bowling and you just throw it backwards instead of forwards. So you got to throw the lantern and you're just like, huh? and it goes up and over your shoulder. But luckily, Red, you're there. Um, you catch the lantern uh, in your hand um, and you rolled just a success. Yeah. Regular success. Uh, okay. So uh, you're not going to take any damage for it. Uh, you got lucky. Um, and uh, yeah, it kind of swings and um, Beatrice Giles turns around and is like, what in the Sam hell do you think you're doing? I had to burn the mask. It was from the bad people. Listen, I'm going to need you to leave. You're very sweet, but I can't have you burning down my shop. But it's... It, and I point, and the mask is probably just burning inside the, yeah, the, the, the thing. Like, and what, like, did, what did you do to my lantern? I'm sorry. You know what? There's a long story behind this, but basically uh, the, he found a hood... This town has a very sordid past, and people with hoods, unfortunately, um, they killed his parents, and he has a, a very adverse reaction to it. Please forgive him. It won't happen again. Look, I forgive you in as much as I'm not going to call the cops, but uh, and as much as you working for me, I really can't have people throwing lanterns around. I, I, I feel for your friend. I truly do. But we've all tried to escape our past, and for some of us, that involved moving here to not have to deal with such things. We all have our ghosts, and I wanted to leave mine far behind, and I don't need a, a sad, tragic giant man burning down my store. So please, take your old husband, father, cousin, I don't know, and this gentleman, and get the fuck out of my store. But I want to keep you safe from the hood people and the murder ghosts. Yeah, this is really not filling me with confidence. I'm going to need you to leave. You know... 
I apologize for wasting your time, Addie. Richter, perhaps we should leave now. We can talk about this in the car. I'm a woman of my word. Here's your dollar. Oh, I don't need that. You keep it. You, you Keep it for your tummy. <laughs> Great. I'll send him to college. Um, and with that, uh, you exit the store back out into the stinking rain. This episode of the Mythos Mysteries features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Claire Blackwood at Claire Blackwood on Twitter, and Keeper Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode was edited by Ryan LaPlante, and the Mythos Mysteries show logo was created by Decapitated Marker at Decapitated Marker on Twitter, that's M-R-K-R. Our theme songs are Dark Alleys and Sentinel by Kai Engel, and our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, and all of their music is available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are Dum Dum Dice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. We have merchandise available at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. And most importantly, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. All hail the mythos. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, DM Rob, Christopher Little, Joshua White, Olin Anderson, Sue One, Devin Boyce, George Dolby, One True Artistry, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them and a little bit of thanks to you the fable and folly network where fiction producers flourish congratulations you've reached the amelia project a new life awaits if you're not serious about this hang up if you continue, there's no way back. Leave your message after the beep. Enter the offices of the Amelia Project and be ready for surprises, twists and turns. Follow the Amelia team as they help their clients fake their deaths and come back with new identities. Each episode is different. Each client coming to the death faking agency has a unique story to tell. If death and disappearances, comedy and crime, mystery and magic sounds like your cup of... Coco, The Amelia Project is the podcast for you. Search for The Amelia Project wherever you find your podcasts. And remember, leave your message after the beep. <laughs>